All right. You've been patient, you've been kind, and you've been super generous. Lots of notes in over the last years. We took some time off the air, but welcome back to Mindset Radio. So a lot of things changed, a lot of things moving forward. As we begin to settle up for the new relaunch and bring in a spectacular co-host, my dear friend, Mike Brown, to join me uh, as we dissect the art and science of results. Now, Leading up to that, Mike and I have been running the 2022 Built by Brute Force Challenge, and we've brought some amazing people to the table with spectacular interviews, sharing their wisdom and their insights on how to improve performance, how to deal with a variety of aspects, and really setting yourself up for a spectacular 2022. So we're going to be sharing those interviews here out on Mindset Radio, uh, all those bonus episodes as we start to lay the groundwork, get back on the air, get back on track, and get back moving. So thanks for hanging in there. Or if you're listening new, make sure you download, subscribe, stick around because the new episodes will be airing soon. All right. Well, I think we're live. What's going on, Brew Crew? Hey, Jeff Bandman here. We are finally down to it here, week six of the 2022 Built by Brew Force Challenge. Uh, it's been an exceptional uh, time with all of you. And uh, I've been, I have to tell everybody, I've been looking to today since the beginning of the challenge. Looking forward to this interview today. Uh, we are blessed and uh, just absolutely ecstatic that we have, you know, a person who kind of knows what winning's about in a lot of ways. Uh, multiple, multiple medalists, uh, three-time gold medalist, correct, Veronica? Yes, correct, yeah. yeah. Veronica Gamble-Brown joining us today. And uh, most of you know, I spoke about, you know, embodying the win. I believe it's so important for us to learn how to, how to take every win, no matter how big or how small, whether we got, reached our goal or we didn't. And so, Veronica, thanks for coming on today. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, you know, so one of the things that I, uh, like I just said, I do think is important. And, and what I've been having, just so you know, I've kind of had them this week. Each day, right. I'm asking them a question kind of relevant back to the theme of the week. Right. Uh, and I'll share with you, last night I'm reading through responses, like almost in tears, you know, like uh, with how people have, have taken this challenge on, especially with, you know, the mindfulness being such a critical component. Yeah. And then the learning that's gone with it, just reading these these comments of people opening them up, spending more time with their family, less time right. on their phone, finding connection. Over the course of your career and kind of the things that you've done, we know you've met challenges. I'm going to ask you about some mm -hmm. of those, right? Um, what do you think has kind of been the theme that's really empowered you to not just win, but continue to repeat those wins at different levels? It is, it starts with believing in myself, mm. is knowing that don't matter how many times I get knocked down, I can get up. Yeah. Knowing that I am capable and knowing that challenges are also important. So whenever I go to a period when it's tough, it do not demotivate me. It's actually helped me to work harder mm. to get out of that challenge, to know that in order for me to reach my goal, I have to dig myself out. There is no time to really 
um, feel sorry for myself and lay down and think that things are going to work out. I have to find ways to pick myself up because I have to believe that I'm capable mm-hmm. of achieving my goal regardless of what I'm going through. So believing in myself and also my talent and knowing that I have a higher power that gives me the strength regardless of what I'm going through really helped me to keep going regardless of the challenges that I face. Yeah, I like that idea. I mean, when you when you think about it, because we all have, no matter what we're doing, in no matter what part of life, we're always going to have those down moments. We're always going to mm-hmm. have, you know, the weight on us or the stress on us or whatever it might be. But almost like what I hear from you, it's almost like flipping that to be the thing, like the almost the immediate challenge to overcome in the process of, obtaining a particular goal. It's like, okay, cool. You know, bring it on. I'll navigate through you. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me ask you this. And I like to ask people this, you know, I had, I had uh, Pat McNamara on last week. He's a former retired Delta force operator, like top tier Mm -hmm. special operations guy. Mm -hmm. Really cool. Uh, And I asked him this question after we got the line, he was like, man, you really made me think. Um, (laughs) Now. So this drive that you have and the way you've approached things, was that always there? Did that get instilled in you at a young age by someone, parents or coach or someone? Is that something you had to kind of find and develop on your own? Or how did that come up for you? I think it's partly my environment. And I want to say genetics. Mm. Because I grew up in a whole soul where I see my parents working hard. And regardless of how challenges it is, they're going to find a way to put food on the table. And I also grew up in a spiritual home. And that really helped me to know that no matter what is going on, things is going to work out. And if you just have faith and if you just keep working hard, even though it may seem like it's taking a long time for you to achieve something, if you just keep working at it, eventually your hard work will will definitely pay off. So I think my environment... Um, And having, I think genetically, I built tough and I'm always positive. Mm -hmm. And and I also know that in order for me to get out of the situation I was born into, I have to be tough. It was difficult. I wanted to get out of Jamaica. I wanted a scholarship. And there were so many athletes contending for scholarships. And I have to make sure that I put myself in a position to be one of those top athletes. So I have to work hard. I have to train even when I don't have the resources. I have to compete barefoot. I have to just do what I had to do to get out of my situation. And I, and I think just the environment that I born in helped me to be tough. And I really wouldn't want it any other way because I believe that sometimes when we have things too easy, we don't realize how hard we must work and we don't really appreciate things when we accomplish it because it comes so easy. And so I like the idea of working hard and going through challenges and pick myself up and just keep working. In the end, when you achieve something, it is so much sweeter knowing all the challenges that you had to go through and overcome to get it. Yeah. It's so important. It's funny you said that. I mean, I I just had a conversation with somebody this morning about like learning to lose, Mm -hmm. you know, like actually the value of learning to lose, of not, you know, winning all the time, of not being at the top of your game all the time, of not, you know, always performing at that point because, you know, then there's driver for achievement Mm -hmm. and it's not, and we don't, 
and if we learn to lose well, it's not like this, oh, I'm a failure, I can't do it. Right. It's like you talked about, okay, didn't quite hit that one, what's next? Right, yeah. What, what have you, like over the course of your career or over different points of times, what have been some of the, you know, now the, getting into the point of competing, right? Actually going at it. What are some of the challenges that really got scary for you, maybe in some ways? Like what what makes you nervous? What makes you go, ooh, I, you know? <laughs> yeah. Nervous, for me, I embrace being nervous because I feel like if I'm not nervous, then I'm not ready. I don't take it that serious. I think nervousness gives me the energy I need to really stay in my zone. I know that this is serious. And um, I get nervous when I'm when I want to win. It's all about mm. my nervousness is never fear. It's never fear of my competitor. It's fear of not, I wouldn't say losing, but I just want to win. And because I want to win, I want to execute my race. I want to cross finishing line first. I have this adrenaline flowing and I'm just, um, just anxious about competing. I think it is a good thing. And over the years I've learned to control my nerve because I ha I had a few moments when I was in the starting blacks and I could almost feel myself trembling in my younger days. And I had to get to the point where I control it and use it as energy to really propel me through my, um, through my race, as opposed to let it weaken me. Because if we do not control nerves, it can, it can have adverse effect on us, but it's, a, but it can also help us to really dig deep and find strength that we didn't know that we that we have within yeah i mean that's true anywhere how do you have do you have a practice that you do that you follow or do you have a particular kind of rhythm you get into to help you know channel that energy in the right way definitely yeah so the first thing i make sure that i visualize i visualize my races so many times by the time i get to the track i basically just have to relax and just let it flow. So by visualizing so much, and I feel like I've been there before because I run my races over in my head so many times, and yeah. then I look back at the training and know that I prepare. So a combination of believing in myself, visualizing, having that confidence, and, and understand that I'm ready really helped me to calm down and just prepare to compete. Yeah, I, so it's so valuable. I mean, I've done, you know, I talking to somebody, I did that when I was a kid growing up in the firehouse, I thought I was just dreaming of going to some, you know, going to a, a house fire, being a, being a fireman. But I, yeah. but in those deep visualizations, visualization processes, I mean, I do it, I do it a lot of times before I work out or mm -hmm. like if I'm going to teach or speak or something, I'm, right. I mean, I run that so many times over and over mm -hmm. and over again. And, you know, find, yeah. because it does create that level of comfort or, mm -hmm. or familiarity that you need. Right. To kind of disperse that energy. That's a huge component yeah yeah, yeah. At, yeah. And, and almost at any level even if i you know a lot of times we'll see the posts up they'll look at the workout for the day and be like whoa whoa <laughs> you know i'm even just taking five minutes and thinking through those movements and physically seeing your yeah. body doing those movements and connecting to that can really help give you that oh i can do this today exactly. yeah. yes yeah i got it um yeah. you said something give me a second you said something i wanted to come back to um, so when you're, when you're competing, you know, mm -hmm. I think this is a, this is a curious, this is always a curious space. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe it's grown over time. So I kind of want to look at like a longer aspect. Right. When you're stepping out to compete, 
yes, you, you're going against others. Do you find yourself more competing against yourself than the person next to you? Or do you find yourself kind of getting, or have you found yourself getting tied into the person next to you almost? It's absolutely competing against myself. I like to um, look at it as staying in my own lane. Because if I'm focused on the person next to me, I'm not doing what I need to do. I have to focus on my execution. And the only, apart from myself, the only other person I'm focusing on is that starter. And it's not even a starter. It's, that, it's the sound of the gun. Yeah. Because that is what's going to give me the, the go-ahead to, to start my execution. And so it's just focusing on myself, um, staying in tune with my body, my mind, making sure I'm staying calm, making sure I'm blacking out all the distraction and making sure that I run all my phases through my through my head before the before the sound so that whenever the sound of the gun go off, I just feel free and just execute as best as, as possible. So it's always about competing against myself, trying to push myself and see how well I, I, I can do. And in the end it's in the end it's um win or lose and regardless of situation I just analyze and see how I need to approach the next race. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so important because we get so caught up. I mean, and even some of fitness today in general has become, you know, yeah. about competing with each other constantly and who's got the better time on the board and who did this and who did that. And, you know, and then I'm locked into that comparison game versus, like I said, stay in my own lane. I right. need to be better for me. I'm doing exactly. this for myself. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, allows me to move and focus in the right way. Right. Um, so what has been one thing to win, mm -hmm. you know, or place in the top? And when I say win, right, I mean, mm -hmm. if you're on the podium yeah. in some way, shape, or form, especially yeah. in, in those environments you've won. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What do you think has or what have you learned about repeating that win? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what? Like, okay, sense of achievement, sense of accomplishment. Now, what's next? Like, how do you approach that? How do you how do you take a win or even a loss, carry that forward to then the next thing? You know, do you sometimes feel like it's an anchor back there, win or lose? You know what I mean? Because now maybe I've created an expectation or maybe I didn't meet that expectation. So I know in my life, I've kind of get, I get attached to one or two, at the, one or the other at the time. And, yeah. I'm, and I feel like I'm dragging it forward. How do you navigate that? So whenever I lost a race, the first thing is to analyze and see, okay, why did I lose that race? And then having the knowledge of why, then I go, I go back to the drawing board. And then when I win, I also have to look at how can I do better? Mm. Because the more you win, the faster you run, the harder it is to really keep climbing. And so you have to change a lot of things. You, you, you have to train smarter. You have to just try to improve on every year because... If you try to do the same thing that leads to that win, you may not pass that level. So you have to up your game. So it becomes harder and more challenging. You have to more you have to be more mentally resilient as you get better. Yeah. Well, yeah, because especially if you take the gold, you just set yeah. the standard everybody else is chasing. <laughs> you know, if you if you keep the same, you know, mode, the same function, yeah. you know, you're probably not gonna hit it because there's a lot of other somebody I'm a firm believer, somebody's always more hungry. Always yeah. stronger, always faster, always training harder. Somebody's yeah. out there, right? Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. you and you have to have that mentality. Even if I've completed or hit a success point, it's like, yeah. okay, cool. Now how yeah. do we go? 
do yeah. you have or do you integrate and maybe it's a spiritual practice but do you integrate uh, some kind of mindfulness practice in your life in your in your normal ebb and flow um, mm-hmm. is that something that you do on a regular basis yeah definitely i visualize a lot and i try to find quiet moments where i just relax and just try to be calm try to think positive i'm i'm very optimistic i'm, I'm a very positive person and um I am a Christian, and so I read my Bible a lot, and I use the verses to motivate me and just to try to reduce stress in my life. And I find visualization and meditation great ways to just stay calm and just help you to move towards your goals. And and so whenever you do not achieve them, whenever you want, because you've built up so much strength mentally, you can just keep working towards it. And um, do not feel like you need to give up and quit because you did not achieve it on your time. Because not everything we want to achieve, we will get it on our time. Sometimes it's going to take longer. Sometimes it's going to be quicker as well. So regardless of how things play out, we have to just continue to stay strong, stay positive. And having, the, having daily visualization, meditation, and just staying connected will definitely help us get through the challenges that we face. Yeah, I... I fully agree with that. I mean, to me, you know, mindfulness practice shows up in so many ways. You know, Mm -hmm. when I, when we started this challenge, I kind of laid it out and like, it can be yoga. It can be, you know, spiritual practice. It can be, you know, quiet time in the morning for five or 10, so much. Um, It doesn't have to look like it does in the book. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It it has to, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, it has to be able to plug in and fit in your life in order for it to be sustainable. Um, I yeah. can't take somebody else's practice and be like, oh, I can try it. I can play with it. But then I've got to mold it and shape it into what it looks right. like for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me think here real quick. There was something I did want to ask you. Uh, sorry, I'm always running a little bit behind in the brain some days. Uh, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so when you, let's talk about kind of, you know, we talked about this before and this is this week, kind of embodying. Mm-hmm. And I say embodying the win. It can be embodying mm-hmm. the loss, right? Mm-hmm. But how do you gauge, right? At, at your level, if I step back from the Olympic side or that level of competition day in and day out, mm-hmm. how do you measure wins for yourself? How do you find wins for yourself? And then, and let those, let those sit in your system in a way that then mm-hmm. it becomes a driver for you. How does, how do you, right. how have you seen that? Or do you do that or? Uh, what are some of the things that maybe you, you've learned over time? Yeah. So just small goals. Like for me, um, winning could be having a great training session. Mm. It's, it's, it's just a daily thing, the goals that you have and you achieve them daily. That is a, that is a win. It could be drinking one gallon of water today. Right. That is the win and that is worth celebrating. So it's not always have to do be as big as winning an Olympic gold medal. It can be simple stuff. It could be spending X amount of time per day with your family and that is a win and that is something that's worth um, celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. And that is, and it is, it should be a celebration. Yeah. Um, I think when we, I don't think we give ourselves, you know, I talked talk through this program about the difference between like giving myself grace and then letting myself yeah. off the hook. Right. You yeah. know, it's okay to give ourselves grace, but mm-hmm. also, you know, grace can look like celebration of small wins, incremental mm-hmm. changes. Hey, I got, I got my workout in today, or 
I got a little further than I wanted today. Or like you said, I got to turn my phone off. Mike, we challenged everybody last Sunday, turn your phone off for two hours and you know, <laughs> shut it down, put it away. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's like, oh, you know, and it's, it was great. People come back and they're like, hey, I'm back on. You know what I missed? Nothing. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know what I learned? A lot because I spent it with my family or my right. partner or whoever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I love that, like legitimately. And maybe I hadn't talked about this. So we're going to add this to the 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 embodying the win this week. Yeah. Like, what are the wins of the day? You know, and, and actually reflecting back on that. Mm-hmm. Hey, I drank more water or I stayed on my food plan or, you know, we because mm-hmm. I'm sure you do get you have definitely gotten lost in or, or attached to the losses at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how is that? How have you seen that plays out? If you like, if I'm, if you're measuring your day kind of wins and losses and I, and you're focusing on the losses, how does that impact you? It doesn't help. Um, You did not achieve something today. Tomorrow's another day to go after it. Do not be too hard on yourself and feel like you did not achieve something today. That means it cannot be achieved. Sometimes um, we just have to, take a step back and realize that, okay, I can't get everything done today. And I have a little more losses today than, 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 than yesterday, but it is okay. Just work and improve in the next day and just keep pushing. The objective is to always be positive about life, about the things that happen in life and know that there's always a solution, know that things would always work out and just keep pushing forward regardless of um, what you're going through or what you think you did not achieve. Yeah. And that goes right back to what you talked about earlier, some semblance of faith. Right. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's I mean, and I believe faith like that occurs in multiple yeah. ways. Right. Self, others, you know, maybe it's a yeah. religious belief or whatever it might be. But it is that faith that says, OK, you know, maybe I didn't get today, but right. I will get tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. And a recommitment. Yeah. Um, I find myself doing that in transitioning from this idea of, oh, I didn't to, um, <clears throat> to almost like a recommitment point. Each right. Time, right. If yeah. I fall off track or I mm-hmm. didn't do what I wanted to do or didn't do what I planned to do or intended to do. It's like, okay, well, here's another yeah. opportunity to be successful. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so important. Um, I am going to just let everybody know that's kind of watching. If you, if anybody has any questions for Veronica, you want to pop them in the notes uh, and ask, please feel free at any point in time if you want to. Um, so let's see, we did 300 minutes of mindfulness, 30 workouts, and then kind of three of the, we, we put out six lessons in performance. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about things like comfort, confidence, and creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, we've explored recovery points, like how to mm-hmm. restore um, right. When do you, how do you find your ebb and flow in kind of a restorative posture, if you will? Like, do you, do you peak out for a period of time and then do you have a longer recovery period or how do you kind of moderate your, you know, your efforts or how have you done that in the past? Right. So I have days when, um, I'm being intense days when I'm more moderate and days when I'm recovering. So, for example, if I should talk in terms of training, like I normally train in four weeks block, and that fourth week is considered a recovery week. So everything that week reduced. But for those three weeks, I'm going hard. But at the same time, I'm making sure that I'm taking a break 
in the middle of the week to kind of recoup. And then I incorporate um, active recovery stuff like massage and making sure that I'm finding quiet time just to work on my mental space. So it's all about working hard, but make sure work smart because if we do not give our mind and our body times to recover, it doesn't, we will not benefit from all that hard work. So we have to just have a period when we're really going hard and have times when we are relaxing, recovering, and um, that will help us. Don't get to burnout, but stay motivated to keep working hard because we are finding those times when our body can just relax as opposed to just keep pounding ourselves with no, with no break. So recovery is an absolute important part of making sure that we're able to continue pushing ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I totally agree. And that's, and it kind of goes back to that learning the balance of, you know, grace mm-hmm. or, or, Hey, it is time to rest versus, Hey, I'm just sore and tired. And now I'm going to let myself off the hook. Right. That's, right. that's what we do want to dig in and go. That's what I find. I have my best workouts, my best things when I don't yeah. want to do it, you know, what I mean? yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, but, but then at the same time, like, how do I restore myself? How do I give myself back? And, Right. You know, and being active in that space, like you said, having that designated active recovery process. And for some people, that may be one day a week, that may be two days a week. You know, that may right. be at the end of a cycle, like you talk about, where you're going, yeah. you know, three weeks hard and then and then a week off. I think yeah. that's, you know, I, I love the idea of that and because it is important. Um, yeah. It's not quite a week off, but a yeah. week that is. Um, reduced. Yep. Yeah. Reduced. Yeah. 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 Your week of yeah. reduced is like my week of max, probably. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm old. I, I just need to function anymore. I don't need to go. You know, I always say nobody's shooting at Jeff anymore. I'm not running out and burning buildings. Right. Oh, well, at least I hopefully I'm not. Um, yeah. Yeah. If I am, there's a big problem. Uh, let me just check a question here, real quick. Uh, uh, Veronica, do you use your failures to fuel your, your fire? Or do you have better luck moving on and focusing on the next race? Oh, okay. Interesting question, right? Do you, do you actually leverage it? Do you bring it in and kind of utilize it for something if you didn't hit the mark you wanted? Or do you just kind of draw a segment and then start fresh or start clean? I try to see what lessons I can learn from failure. Why I learned? What did I do wrong? Because I tend to blame myself. I look into myself to see why did I fail? And then... I just let it go and just start working towards the, towards towards the next race. So in essence, I, I I learn from it and use it as a motivator to push me forward to go towards achieving um, my goal. Yeah, I think it is important. I think I think you just hit it on the head. That's kind of the difference between learning from something, yeah, right, dissecting it. Okay, mm-hmm. where yeah. where did my performance drop? What went on? Yeah. Let me get analytical about it, not emotionally attached to it. I can, you know, it's yeah. like dispersing the emotion and taking the the knowledge away from that loss, right. then leveraging that knowledge to be like, okay, here's where I need to step up my game or mm-hmm. here's what I need to do. Yeah. yeah I think it's a, a yeah. huge part of the process in there. Yeah. Um, and that's partly what we've gotten people trying to understand, like the yeah. attachment to things, right? The attachment right. to, you know, that, that kind of heavier emotional state. Uh, so I'm curious, this is my question, uh, cause I like to, I like to dig in a little bit. Have you ever had a moment in time where you either allowed 
I call it the dysregulation or the nervous energy, you know, or the voice in your head um, at a critical point at game time to really disrupt your performance. Have you ever had that experience where too much just creeped in and you knew you're physically capable, you knew you could do what you needed to do, like the system was working, but the inside wasn't connected to that. Have you ever had that experience? Mm, that's a good question. I don't think I did. I think I always find a way to not let mental get in the way. If I fail, most of the time it's physical. I just didn't near my start or I wasn't 100% healthy or something just happened. I remember in 2008, I went to the Jamaican trials and I finished fourth in the 100 meters. That means I was not one of the individuals who will be running the 100 meters at the Olympics. And I was devastated because I went there feeling that I was capable. But that devastation lasts only a few hours because I had to pick myself up. I had to refocus and I had to get back to the track the next day for the 200 meters. And that was my only chance of individual, um, an individual race at the Olympics. And so I used that fourth place as a fuel and I went into the race and the same ladies that defeated me in that 100 meters, I absolutely blow them out of the water (laughs) (laughs) no pass them to the finish line um and i won and i actually went on to the olympics and defended my title and when i look back at it it was a blessing that i ran only the 200 meters at the olympics because i ran my best 200 meter ever and i felt good it was the first time in my career i was running only one individual race mm. and that was a result of failing to make the team in the other when i look back at it it worked out for my good and so i realized that sometimes something is just not meant for us and we have to just realize that not everything gonna work out the way we want it and we have to embrace the opportunities we have and make the best of them because maybe it was meant to be that way. Yeah, I, I'm I'm so with you on that. If I if I uh, I've had to reinvent myself a couple times in my life in many ways. Um, if I had gotten hung up, you know, if I looked back at each point where you know I didn't make it or I didn't something mm-hmm. right, um, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be here in this role in this position today right i'm i very few things in my life have gone the way i would have liked to have seen them go yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and and uh but i think it's embracing that right it's using that mm-hmm. on it's it's okay what's next and right you know, finally learning to see if i look back it's like oh that was beautifully orchestrated by right. not me right um <laughs> And, but it does, it leads you then yeah. to, right? And, and just, I love that sense of openness to that. I think mm-hmm. that if you are, if you want to grow as a human being, compete as mm-hmm. an athlete, like mm-hmm. you have to have that sense of like openness that not everything you think is going to go the way is, is going to go. Yeah. Right. And, and start to, you know, nurture through that. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. A, <laughs> and I'm, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm thankful it's gone the way it's gone. Like yeah. you were, right? Like you just said, hey, really? I, I, having just that one race, 
That's yeah. Good, right. Made, yeah. Made significant difference there. Right. Oh, yeah. Love that. Right. I love that. So we're about, we're just over to the 30 minute mark or so. Um, and uh, I know you've got tight schedule. I just really appreciate, you know, all your time that you've, you've brought into us. Um, and I really have liked what you've just shared about mm -hmm. kind of that, because that is, that's really what we want people to leave. Like, and, and this right. is a, maybe sharing a little bit of this. And we've been getting these questions in the group. Like, right. is this it? What's going to be next? I'm nervous. <laughs> you know, we've done our best to create a container for everybody to yeah. operate and grow in and learn in. Yeah. Um, and sometimes when that container may not be there anymore, right. uh, it gets a little scary. Right. Mm -hmm. um, what's your thoughts around that? Because you've, I'm sure you, I mean, you've had a team around you, you've had coaches around you, you've had people around you for a mm -hmm. long time. However, I'm also guessing there's been times where that container hasn't been necessarily there or as strong as it could be at times. How have you, you know, found a way to drive yourself, right? To almost create your own container for success when you need it at times. You have to be internally driven, even with a team. If you are not internally driven, it's hard for the team around you to help. So it's good to have a community and um, people who can support you, push and rely on, and you can rely on them, but you also have to be able to push yourself, believe in yourself, encourage yourself, and be internally driven. Yeah. Yeah. I like to refer to it as self-propelled. Yeah. Right. It's that choice every day that, oh, okay, I completed the challenge. I yeah. I got my shirt. I got my badge. I did the six weeks. Yeah. I did it. And now it becomes, hmm, how can I keep that going? How can I just, you know, I right. did this for six weeks. You know, it doesn't, there's no stopping point to it. You know, I often like to say better has no finish line. You right. Know, right. There is, there is no, there is no mm -hmm. stopping point for us, really. Right. Um, yeah. Because yeah. you're working on yourself. You have yeah. to keep, have to work it yourself every day. You have to be focused on whatever goals you set. Um, for many people, it's all about staying fit, staying healthy. And you have to just, it's it's no stopping. It's a lifelong journey to work on yourself. And yeah. so that's why having a team is great. But you also have to be able to push yourself to keep going, even when you don't have others to do it for you. Because nobody's going to do it for you, really. It's up to you. Even when you're in a group, each yeah. person has to be pushing themselves. You, be, you may be motivated by someone beside you, but you have to do the work yourself. And and I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm really thankful you said that because that's actually where I want everybody to have a moment for themselves. Mm -hmm. We didn't make anyone do anything for the last right. six weeks. Right. We had no control over not whether or not mm -hmm. they would get up and do a workout, whether or not they would do their mindfulness practice, whether or not yeah. they would watch an interview or a lesson, zero yeah. control over it. We put very few requirements in here. We didn't mm -hmm. tell them they had to post, you know, because a lot of people did, don't want to share and don't want to share their journey. And we want to respect yeah. that, you know, and because right. and we got, when we launched this thing, got a lot of like worries of, oh, am I going to have to do this and this? Nope. You can do any <laughs> workout you want. You don't mm -hmm. even have to use our equipment. Like, and, and, yeah. All we've done is kind of held a little bit of a space, right? Right. And a container for people to do stuff. And yeah. this is the point. This is the end of the challenge. You did it. 
Right. Definitely. I didn't do it. Veronica didn't come to your house and like, you know, make you make you run 200 yeah. meters with the sandbag on you faster than you've ever done before. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, like that didn't like, this is to me, this is the moment where you begin to embody the win or, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, 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 wait a yeah. minute. Jeff just got online and talked to, to me a couple times a week or, you know, shared mm-hmm. some stuff, but, but it was me. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I love that. And I think that's, that's just when I've listened to you in the past, when I've, you know, cause mm-hmm. I've followed you for a while and, and I've actually, that's why I was so excited. You know, and Eric was like, <laughs> don't make all Veronica. I'm like, yes, please. Um, you know, because I love to study high performers. I love to study yeah. people that achieve things and repeat that achievement. Right. That's a, right. it's a big, yeah. it's a big thing for me. And, you know, and I think that's it, right. That's, you've been able to, take those wins and embody that and, and right. be that self-propelled person. So uh, yeah. I would love to say thank you for joining us today. Thanks for coming on and taking this time. Uh, is there anything you would like to kind of, I always, I always leave the opportunity. If there's anything yeah. you'd like to share out to, you know, the people in the community or the people in the group, any words yeah. of wisdom, any final thoughts for anybody? Yeah. I just want to say that life is challenging. And as long as we know that, then everything will be easier. So whenever you face challenge, it's okay. A lot of times challenges make us stronger. We need challenge to, challenges to push us to find how strong we are. And so just embrace um, whatever comes in your life. Work harder. at it. Believe in yourself. Stay positive and be optimistic because there's always a solution. Um, my manager told me, and that is something that's just stick with me. There's always a solution. If you can just wrap that around your head, no matter what you're facing, you realize that I can get through this. I can solve this. Yeah. This is not the end. And so I just want to encourage everybody to stick to your goals, keep working hard, never give up. You can do it. Yeah, I, thank you. I love that so much. So, well, Veronica, if you hold on just one second for me, I'm going to take us off the air. Brew Crew, thanks so much for joining. That's the final interview we've got for you. Uh, here in the first six week 2022 Built by Brew Course Challenge. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you have any other questions or anything else, uh, you know, along the way, you can always drop the comments in below. Uh, if it's something particular, I'm happy to send it over to Veronica. I'm sure she'd be happy to yeah. answer and send us back and we can repost it. But Veronica, thanks so much for the day. Thank you. It's a pleasure. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Great episode, great conversation, great interview. Make sure you subscribe, download, grab the next ones in line and get ready to get set up because Mike and I will be back on the air soon with a lot more.